It's Friday. It's the day I've been waiting for my whole life. AJ and McCall on VFX. We're all excited because one, it's Friday. Two, we get another chance to win Star Wars tickets and another Christmas tree. Yeah. And iPod Idol. Yeah. That I'm, was that wasn't a one week thing. One. You're excited about that one? Sort of. I wanna <laughs> I wanna see the uh things my voice can do. I wanna try new things with my voice. So we have our song picked out. We'll uh We'll get, a, we'll get an iPod Idol. It's actually playing this hour, so we'll tell you about that a little bit later. Stylistic choice, that we will not know until 9.30-ish when we do the drawing. Right, like right before we end up singing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we, we do the drawing, we have a little bit of time to practice, and then we just go. So that's all going on today again. Another chance to win Star Wars tickets. Big thanks to Lynn's audio and video for helping us uh, put this all together. We've rented out the whole theater, but we've got to start the mornings off how we always do, getting caught up on gossip. McCall's 411 Coming up in about six minutes. So Sia is getting a lot of flack. I don't know if you saw yesterday, but The Guardian posted an article, and the article's title was The Sia Conundrum. If fame is so damaging, why are you passing it on to a 15-year-old girl? Because the girl that represents Sia is Maddie Ziegler, who's the dancer, you know. Do you know? No. Oh. I did so not. So she dances in a lot of her music videos. Every single one of her music videos, that's who she is represented by, is Maddie. Got it. So she says, this article poses a question I've often asked myself. I do check in with Maddie weekly about whether she wants this or and assure her that if she ever wants to stop, it stops. It's a conversation we should all be having, not myself, but all directors, stage parents, and agents with their children, their clients, charges. Maddie has was already famous when I discovered her, but I have certainly expanded her exposure and feel responsible for that i feel very protective of her and my goals is to empower her in whatever choices she makes some would argue that a teenager can't or shouldn't be charged with making sound choices for themselves and so i do try to choose the best for her always but i don't think this is an important but i think this is an important conversation that needs to be happening so first of all i don't think it was cool the guardian that was like oh yeah is this okay yeah i mean See, it took it in a very mature way. Absolutely, and I think it's an interesting. It's a good point. It is a good However, point. However, I think the article was slanted in a way to make it look like Sia was the wrong one, right? And Sia just turned it away. Is like, no, we cover this, right? In we fact, cover I think this it's a good very, idea. very often, and other people should be also. So good honor. Eminem has ripped into um everything. With his brand new anthem. It's called Untouchable. He just dropped it this morning, like four hours ago. It's six minutes long. I'm it's sure he's six cover. and a half minutes long. He's going to cover a few things. Oh my gosh. And Post Malone has confirmed that he is going to be making a Latin rock star remix with Nicky Jam and Ozuna. Hmm. Which is going to be an interesting, yeah. interesting mix on that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to accomplish that or how <laughs> successful it's going to be, but I'm curious to see what happens. Yeah. That's the 411 this hour. AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. We are busy, busy, busy today. We've got Drop the Mic, our weekly podcast we do. You'll be able to check that out later. That usually comes out in the evening. Of course, we're doing iPod Idol. Mm-hmm. The song we chose for today is coming up. Yay! And I guarantee there will also be awkward dancing in the oh, video. please. Because there's awkward dancing in, in the, the video. video. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Charlie Poots How Long. We actually got that coming up in about 20 minutes or so. Last week's song. We did Havana. That is coming up in less than 20 minutes. Gosh, I love that song. I don't think I can listen to that song enough. Remember, I'm, McCall, honestly, it has trumpets in it, so that's the key to a successful song. Trumpets in a like <laughs> old piano. If you missed last week's episode, we're going to get uh, make sure our YouTube channel is updated. We'll get that link uh, posted so you can find it, but that video's up there. And remember, this is how iPod Idol works, and we'll remind you again. We're going to sing in some random stylistic choice. Last week it was underwater. We don't know until right before we sing what it'll be. And film it all weekend long. You get a vote. Monday will announce who the loser was. Tuesday probably faces the punishment. I think that we're going to stick with the same schedule. Probably so. So that I'm, is I'm hoping on. that uh, I win this week. I mean, I hope that I win every week, but yeah, good luck, nonetheless. Thanks, You buddy. really lucked out with the punishment. Having to text Dustin's little brother, 
I am so blue, I'm greener than purple, really isn't all that bad. Nah. I'd send that text to anyone. I would too. Just, just randomly. Just because it's a hilarious text. I know. So that's coming. Of course, we've got another Christmas tree we're giving away from Merrill's Family Holiday Sales. We've got more Star Wars tickets to give away. Are you practicing your impressions? Because we've got another one to give away. Big thanks to Lynn's audio and video. That's still all coming this morning. Tons and tons of stuff to do. This Start us off, though. Starting us off. We argued about... We, we didn't actually argue. We were on pretty much the same side. Right. We got into a slightly negative about Christmas trees yesterday. Everyone seemed to be in the same boat, though. If it bothers you that much, get rid of the tree. But in general, a lot of people said with the tree itself in a new relationship, didn't bother. It's the ornaments. Right. Ornaments right. is the problem. Because of the decorations and the memories and all of that. Good That's stuff. what makes the tree. So you can make the tree different. And we'll talk about ornaments a little bit later this morning. But start us off. We came across while we were doing some uh, show research yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Some terrifying, just absolutely terrifying decorations. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I think I had nightmares because of those terrifying decorations last night. I wouldn't blame you. They're horrible. Horrible. Christmas is obviously a very, very old tradition, so it's natural that we'd probably have some... Some decorations or some light up statues, whatever you want to call them, from way long ago, and they might have not aged very gracefully. Do you think we have any of them here? Ooh. Let's see, VFX turns 20 this year. So I would assume so? Maybe. I mean, but the, like, our building's been around for longer. Yeah. We're going to have yeah, to go do we'll some digging. So we'll share this. We'll share this list. You can you can see what we're talking about because this is especially Horrifying. for a kid. This is the stuff of nightmares. We're gonna get into just scary decorations here because I didn't know it was Halloween. I thought we were. I thought we were doing Christmas. I thought we were doing Christmas. Apparently, I was wrong. We're yep. gonna get to terrifying decorations though after Macklemore and Kesha. They're on the way in just over six minutes. It's AJ McCall at VFX. Terrifying Christmas decorations. Those decorations that toe the line maybe for uh, Halloween before Christmas. Halloween, excuse me, Nightmare Before Christmas. Halloween Before Christmas. Halloween Before Christmas, as it normally is. Nightmare Before Christmas. AJ and McCall on VFX. McCall's sharing this this link. I'm going to pull it up here in a second as soon as it gets posted because, look, let's be honest. Christmas is is a very old tradition, so things made a while ago... May not have aged very well. But some of these are just straight up terrifying. Oh my gosh. They're horrible. Do you have any decorations from your childhood that you remember being afraid of? Because I, I did, that's why this one I think is most, not most shocking, but a little bit shocking to me. Because my family got into decorating a little bit. My mom and dad love shopping after Christmas to get decorations right, for next year. Right, because they're year. cheaper. Yeah, they go on sale. Yeah. So... The collection is expansive, but I don't remember anything that I would. I don't remember a decoration. I don't remember I was anything remotely of. similar to this. And these are just straight up terrifying. I know. I was going to ask you if you saw the Krampus movie. Nope. Just, just come straight out with a Krampus decoration. Let's just do it. Then at least it would make sense why these are scary. Well, I mean, we might as well, right? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that one's just weird. They're all just Santa scary. in the window's creepy. They look very. What is that? Four? It uh-huh. looks so mad. Yep. There's a lot of naughty kids. I think the issue, well, I was, I was just going to say most. I think most of these are just older. I think that's their problem. Think, yeah. That elf at 16, that's a demon. That is 100% a demon. Check out the link. It's up on our Facebook page right now, Utah's VFX. Do you have any decorations that scared you at any point in your life? I was going to say as a kid, but at any point in your life. Because odds are, at this point, I think most of us have seen our fair share of Christmas decorations. Can you remember any, though, that scared you? Comment on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Zakari Kendrick Lamar, love. It's on VFX 94.5, cuz Utah's hottest music is on VFX. Well, of course. That Zakari guy is weird, BT-Dub. <laughs> weird in the Post Malone? Uh, Yeah. Well, he ended up going up and, like, interrupting... I think it was The View. They were having some, they were accepting an award. He just Kanye'd it all up on stage. He went up there and uh, Sharon Osbourne got up there and like almost kicked, she kicked him twice, told him to get off stage. 
He's a hot mess, dude. He's well, a he's, hot mess. He's got to be doing something right if Kendrick Lamar's working with him. That's he about, sounds that's good. That's about the only thing I can validate for him. Well, he sounds good. I mean, that's true. Just because he's a weird dude, though. Kendrick Lamar's in the middle of a really good year for himself, and I oh my think gosh. it'll culminate with a great year at the Grammys. I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to sweep the Grammys. He's going to. He's up for, I think, eight nominations, seven or eight nominations. He's been killing it thus far. I'm just, I, I'm expecting him to come home with at least a few trophies. Absolutely. Scary Christmas decorations. So I was thinking about this because I was flipping. This, these are actually terrifying. I'm glad I didn't look at these again last night before I went to bed. I did. <laughs> that was a mistake. Yep. Especially since you live in a trailer. Yeah. I was thinking about this in all honesty, and I'm sure there are because there's at least very low budget horror movies. I think about a lot of different things, but Santa makes a pretty good horror villain, horror movie villain if you think about it. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He gets in your house at will. He's got the elves on the shelf who are just in your house spying on you already. I mean, I just saw a clip oh, no. the other day of a Japanese movie that's about sushi that kills people. You're telling me there's not a Santa Claus horror movie? Don't do not do this to me. I'm not. He does it. We talked to him yesterday. Big shout out to the big man in the red suit, by the way, for taking yeah. the time to talk to us yesterday. It was a lot of fun. A lot of people were telling us that it was great that we, we heard from, hey, all the credit to him because obviously he's a busy man. I'm just saying... That it's not out of the realm that maybe he has like a, an evil doppelganger, Claus Santa or something like that. I don't like this. <laughs> I really don't like this. Flipping through the the BuzzFeed picture list of the most terrifying decorations, I think we can agree the biggest problem is most of them are just old. Yeah. Like I think the elves ones are the worst ones. I mean, seriously, this. I know one, some of those elves are. Freaky. 20, 16 looks like a demon. The ones with just the heads here, 17 and 18, look like a, a creation from Sid out of Toy Story. Like he yanked the head off a doll and then, I don't even know what those are on. Look like popsicle sticks? I don't even know what that is at 18. Ugh. It looks like they're Ugh. on little, it makes me curious if they're little like tree things, you know, like you can stick them in the tree. Yeah. The little decor. Ugh. Most terrifying Christmas decorations. Tell us about it on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Camille Cabello. That song, again later today, McCall and I are going to sing it. I'm excited. Super awkward dance moves in the, just to make Charlie Puth proud, basically. It's AJ McCall on VFX. Do you think if we tag him and we tweet at him, he'll respond? Or do you think he'd be like, no? Yes. I think he will. If, If our dance moves are awkward enough. You think he's gonna say, Stop making fun of me? If it's awkward, he will tweet. I'm always awkward. So it's it's that's it's true. Likely that it might happen. Cassandra commented said that Krumpus is the evil Santa Claus, which is true. Right. I was just thinking, she's not wrong. I agree with her. I was just thinking like if Santa had a doppelganger, so you have that trust. Because you see a guy that looks like Santa. There's videos it's all the like time. It's like the Home Alone video. Did you just see? It's the, what is it? Home Alone three or something like that. Where the guy's like looks just like Santa, Tim Allen's one, and he like turns and he's just like all Santa Claus, the Santa Claus. That's the Christmas movie. Tim- well, Tim Allen's in a couple movies. Uh, I was say I just watched. Yeah, the- yeah, that's right, that's right. I'm sorry, I the said the Santa wrong one. Claus. The Santa Claus. It's like the Santa Claus three, and they end up making like a doppelganger Santa. Yeah, the robot yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. I mean, everyone's naughty. Yes. Like that. Yes, because who doesn't trust Santa? I just watched a video the other day of a girl who saw what may or may not have been Santa Claus in a Christmas store, just doing or in a grocery store doing some shopping, and could not help herself. Had to go talk to him. Aww. Wasn't in the red suit or anything. So I'm saying you automatically have that trust level for Santa. Right. So if there's a doppelganger, done for. You're oh, it's over. You're done. He's gonna get you. Creepy decorations. They are terrifying in that Buzzfeed list. If you haven't checked it out, it's on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. The scariest one to me is I'm still stuck on like 16, 17, and 18 here. Demon, demon elf, boy doll head on what looks like chicken wings, and then doll heads on poker sticks. I don't even know what to call those. They're all terrifying to me. They're creatures. I don't know if they're like tree yeah. things that just come out and look good. I've got a couple they, of those. They, they don't look good. No. They don't. No. They're straight out of Sid's room from Toy Story. A for effort. No, not even that. I, F I think you for, try, that's I, horrible. I, I think you could try a little bit harder. H for horrifying. 
H for horrifying. H for horrifying. You have? Did your family have? Because someone's got to have like an old decoration attic. Do you remember when we talked to John? We did the paranormal podcast. We talked to John Olson. Wasn't the story about his kid down in the basement? It was. Uh, it was an old Christmas decoration, right? It was like a burlap snowman or something. Mm-hmm. It was what the. What does he call it? What was, what was the creature that lived in his house called? The ghost? The sound monster? What do you call it? Scare monster. That the scare monster would move to mess the, with his son? The stare monster. Stare monster. Scare monster. Stare, same thing. It's not. It is. Scare monster is a different one. It it moved to tear an old burlap snowman that his son already didn't like, and now it's moving on its own. I want to see a decoration like that. Somebody's got to have an old decoration up in the attic that they just hit up in the attic because they're like, no, this is too scary. I want the kids to be happy. I don't want them running. This isn't Halloween. Check out the list on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. You got any old decorations you're afraid of? Tell us about them. You got any pictures that'd be even better? Comment on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. We're so close to 6,100 likes, McCall. We're under 30 now. Yeah. It's like 26 or 25. Well, then that means that you get to win stuff. Yes. Every 100 likes, we give away a prize. Every 500 likes, give away Serenity Blanket. It's a pretty good prize. Make sure all your friends, your family, and according to McCall, your dog likes the Facebook page. Utah's VFX 94.5, Click like. AJ and McCall on VFX are just scrolled through Cares for Christmas. And I think we've done so well that they've actually uh, added another family here. As I was going through check-in, we have 11th family, which has a family of eight. So we're adding to a solid, I think that rounds up to an even 50 people we're trying to help this Christmas. And the reason why is... No, and I, I hope it really doesn't come across as we're, we want, you know, you've done great, do more. It's just this has happened so quickly and the response has been so amazing. Keep this momentum going and try and help out as many people for this holiday season as we can. Well, absolutely. And that's the whole heart of the holiday season It's giving back and being able to help other people who are in need. It's a great, great event, honestly. I've said this before. I'm going to say it a thousand times over. I'm so grateful to be able to be a part of Something like this, something as big as this, as once upon a time growing up as a uh, like recipient of help like this, it helps immensely. Well, I just, I mean, you could speak to it more than I can because as you just said, you've been in a situation where you've received kind of help like this. I haven't, but I just, I can't even, the picture in my head of what it would be like to them that they know that they're in store for maybe a little bit rougher Christmas and then to get some of the stuff that they just truly need. And if you flip through, yeah, there's Christmas presents, but if you like the families that are left, especially it's, it's clothes, it's shoes, it's basic things. And it's going to go a long way. And it the response has been amazing. So thank you if you've donated already. And again, there are families that are sponsored by people. You don't have to do that. One or two items just gradually knocks down the list. So if you're going out shopping maybe this weekend, you can help make that list a little bit shorter next week and really help some families that need it this holiday season. Caresforchristmas.org. Thank you again to everyone that has donated. The response has been absolutely amazing. Caresforchristmas.org. You see what those families need. Maybe donate an item or two. So Sia is responding to some criticism that she pushed fame on her teen dancer, Maddie Ziegler, who is the one who represents Sia in pretty well every single one of her music videos. Everything that she does, she represents her. And the article that was shared was from The Guardian. It said the Sia conundrum, if fame is so damaging, why are you passing it on to a 15-year-old girl? If it's so damaging to her. It's a fair question. It is, absolutely. So Sia addressed it very, very well. She said the article poses the question that I've often asked myself. Basically, she gets down to it and talks about how she contacts Maddie every single week to make sure she's okay with it. And if she says no go, no go, just tell me that you don't want to do this anymore and we'll stop. Uh, She says that it's a conversation that everybody should be having, not just herself, but all directors, stage parents, and agents in this type of an environment and not only that in any type of an environment and she says what I learned from Maddie is that fame affects her differently than it affected me I can only trust that she's telling me the truth if that changes then we stop it's a fair deal I mean it is a fair deal uh she is dealing with her directly and Mm -hmm. if I think that I would hope they have the relationship that they can be honest with each other and that would kind of be the end-all be-all she's honest with her then what she says is true yeah yeah, absolutely. That's that's a good point. Eminem is 
basically ripping apart everything. He just dropped a brand new song. It's coming off of his revival album that's going to be coming out here soon. The song is called Untouchable. It's six and a half minutes long. It is very uh, politically driven. Angry. Angry. Angrily politically driven. Eminem is always angry. Yeah, pretty much. And Post Malone has confirmed a Latin rock star remix with Nicky Jam and Ozuna. Going to be coming out soon. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to work, but... Messing with a good thing, man. I mean, not that it'll matter, I know. Well, seriously, he's dominated the Hot 100 for like eight weeks. He's been number one forever. It's going to be the most popular song of the year, probably next to Despacito, but still, don't mess with it. Maybe it'll make it more popular. Who knows? Who knows? That's the 411 this hour. So yesterday, the big problem when it came to the tree and the new relationship X's tree scenario, mm-hmm. AJ McCall at VFX, was the deck was the decorations. Most people said if it was really a big deal for the tree, it's not the biggest of purchase. You can ditch the tree. But really, a lot of people said the tree's not the one that would bother me. It was, it's the ornaments. If you had ornaments of places you visited or you made or any sentimentality attached to those, that's the problem. So McCall and I are here to carry on the conversation. What do you do with your ornaments each year? Do you, do you get have, new ones? Do you have a tradition with yours? Do you buy new ones every year? Do you buy just one a year? Do you do like yeah. one at a time, like a piece at a time? Do you and your boo thing buy one new one Do you have together? an alternating set? Odd years is this set, even years is this set? Or do you do the same decorations every year? McCall staring off into space, pondering deeply. Do I have an alternating set? I have so many Christmas ornaments, it's ridiculous. I want you to know that right now. Do you have a selection process for which ones make the cut on the tree? No, normally I just put, I have like big ornaments that are, so I have maybe seven to ten of them. And that's usually what I put up on the tree. But I was making wreaths with the ornaments for a while. And so I bought a bunch of ornaments. I was just thinking about that. I think I have four or five boxes of ornaments. Obviously, you need another tree. That's where that's where we're falling on this one. You need another tree. Maybe. <laughs> we have another tree we're going to give away as well from Merrill's family holiday sales. That's going to be this hour. But your ornaments, how do you how does one ornament? Do you buy a new one each year to add to your collection? Do you have a set number? Maybe you have a hand-me-down set of ornaments. I think there's a lot of variation you could go here with how this is. And again, curious, though. I, I don't need curious. any help in this round because Ashley's got Christmas covers. She's had Christmas covers as we found out, basically, we started dating. She's got this. Oh, yeah. But again, it's my first time putting up and decorating a tree in 10 years, so I'm curious nonetheless. Not that I'm really going to have a whole lot of say in it, I think, because she's got it. She's She's got the tree in her head. Uh-huh. She brought all the lights over. She's got everything. We did start a new tradition this year, which I'll get into. But comment on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. We'll get a, a funny gif up as we do. How, what do you do with your ornaments? Do you buy a new one every year? you buy a new set? Do you have a tradition? Anything along those lines, you can also text always 68255. Start your text with VFX. 435-787-0945 is the number to call. And, of course, you can download the app, utahsvfx.com, because you can talk to us on the app as well. So, how do you app? We'll get you entered in a winter Christmas tree. It's AJ McCall on VFX. How do you how do you decorate with uh, decorations, not how do you app? I was like, how do we what? I want to correct myself. I don't want to go out I'm on that. I'm glad that you said that, because I had no idea what you were talking about. How do you ornament? Thank you. Is what I meant. That's better. AJ McCall on VFX. AJ McCall on VFX. How do you ornament? How do you acquire them? McCall, how do you acquire your ornaments? Just go buy them. <laughs> There's the no store. rhyme or reason? No. Not in the past, at least. Classic McCall. I'm just saying. Never a rhyme or reason. Nah. All, it's like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to get this. All in, in spontaneity. Yeah. When it came to the ornaments that I ended up buying for my tree now that I have, that I love... That are the gigantic ornaments. Mm-hmm. I just went in one day and they had a sale on them and walked away with like 10 ornaments and good to go. So I got to see my stepmom when I went down to Arizona over Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. And apparently she says that they do this tradition too. I don't remember doing it as a kid, but I could be incorrect. 
I talked to my brother shortly after he got back from his honeymoon, and they decided to start a tradition of whenever they visit places, they want to get an ornament to mark that. Uh-huh. So, like, they have an ornament from England, and they have one from Paris, because that's where they went on their honeymoon. And so, Ashton and I decided that that was really cool, so that is how... That's the only special requirement at this point for our ornaments. We got one from Vegas. We got one from the Grand Canyon. We got one from Phoenix. So That's cool. That's I'm, really cool. I'm, I'm happy about it. I think it's cool. We had Lynn- find some sweet ornaments. Yeah. We had Lindsay comment and said her traditions when it comes to trees is hoping that things won't, won't get broken. Seriously, though, all of her ornaments are plastic, but they look like glass because toddlers and babies. She says, I can't tell you how many times I've been taken off of the tree by my youngest. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> fair. Safety, safety requirements are going to factor into how you acquire ornaments. Absolutely. Other than that, I don't know if I remember my mom for a few years, we used to get the, the clear plastic ones and make like a Christmas one. We'd take like a picture each year and do like a family ornament. Uh-huh. And so then I, I think we did it for a handful of years, maybe like four. So there was four ornaments on the tree that you'd take like a a glitter pin on the back and write the year, but then it'd have a picture of our family. And so the whole idea was at some point we're gonna have a tree full of us through the years. That's cool. That's not, really a actually neat not idea. the most difficult thing to do either. No. No, it's not. Because you just get like one of those they're not called wallet sizes, are they? Ouch. You can get like a glass one. So my mom has a glass ornament that you can print on, Mm -hmm. do like a film print. And it's just like a flat piece and it is round, the same size of the ornament. And you just roll it up and you drop it down in there and it unrolls. And that's really a cool idea. Yeah, I'm still, we're talking about ornaments. I just thought of those ones. I don't remember who commented. The ones that heat up like a lava lamp. Yeah, Does I love those. Does anybody else have them? I've never heard of them before. How do you orna- How do you buy your ornaments? Do you have a tradition? Do you get a new one each year? Do you do it one at a time? How do you do it? Comment on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Text us, 68255. Start your text with the VFX. Everyone that weighs in going to get entered for a drawing for another Christmas tree for Merrill Family Holiday Sales. Does it feel like falling? New music on VFX because Utah's hottest music is on 94.5, 98.3. That's Alex Iono with Trinidad Cardona. AJ and McCall ornamenting, getting the spirit decorating. We really do need to decorate the studios. We should get on butters about that. Butters! I want lights. Oh my gosh, let's decorate today. We have like arguably one of our busiest days this month and you want to decorate today. Yeah. Good luck with that. Thanks. You're also broadcasting live and you want to decorate today. Yeah. McCall's going to get some bling. Is it still bling if it's not gold? Yeah. I was going to say yes, but then I was like, I'm not sure. Call's going to be at the Pick a Pearl event. You going to get a pearl? Yeah, I am. I'm really excited for it, honestly. So Jerix is having their Pick a Pearl event. Basically, it's 10 bucks for you to get a pearl. And every single clam that you get, is it a clam or an oyster? Thank you. When you get one, I don't know, thanks. You go get one, it's 10 bucks, and every single one is guaranteed to have a pearl in it. Some of them have more than one. Those are called the jackpot. Ding, 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 ding. Have you ever opened an oyster before? Nope. I know. I haven't either. I know once when I was in elementary school, they had like an oyster stew and a teacher got a pearl out of it. Oh, no way. Talk about scoring. Uh, pretty actually pretty awesome. Imagine that just you're having lunch with a bunch of teachers like, oh, pearl jackpot. Dude, that would be awesome. Right? I kind of want to go just for this, just to open one. It's going to be cool. Do it. When is it? When are you there? I'm going to be there today from three until six. Three until six. So it's really cool. Um, they've got these this event going on. And not only that, some people just buy them for like stocking stuffers. So you can buy them for Christmas and open is them it there. Is it difficult to open an oyster? No. I watched the video of it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not difficult. Just get like a knife. Perfect. Get a sharp object. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I think Close. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna take part in that. Uh chalk it up to I'm writing a letter to Santa this weekend just because I want to do it at least once. Why not open an oyster once? Right. I think it's a good idea. I'm gonna have to come by. McCall will be there three to six. Jerks. What is it? Ten bucks to get an oyster? Yeah. Guaranteed to have a pearl. That's the score right there. How do you ornament? Maybe you can make a pearl ornament. Kind of cool. That would be way cool. Lydia says on our Facebook page they pick a new one out every year. 
Kylie says each family member gets a new ornament to open Christmas Eve. It usually oh. pertains to something about the year that they really like. I write what they got that year. And when my daughter's grown up, she gets to take hers with her. That's really cool. That's really cool. I like that idea a someone, lot. Someone texted us. I'm waiting for a response. They said that they do a, a new theme every year based on what happened in their lives that year. Cool. I just, in all, and I think that's super cool. Don't let my laziness change that. I just kind of want to set it and forget it with my ornament. I want to gradually add. That's how I want to do mine. I don't really want to change it every year. By the way, Ashley's listening and said, oh, you know what else we got to buy? A first Christmas ornament. I don't yeah, know what that's going to be, but we got to buy It'll one It'll be cute. Now. I don't think Dustin and I got one, but it's all good. Call McCall, McCall. Seriously, my ornaments, I think I'm probably just going to keep them forever. That's ultimately my goal, I think, with my tree. There may be some that eventually at some point we retire, but I, I, I don't know if I really want to get into... Like a theme each year or like having alternating sets. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not knocking down anyone who does that. Just, I don't want to do that. Well, I mean, I have plenty of them. I think at this point right now we have three, (laughs) three and lights. Yeah. Do you do just ornaments or do you do ornaments and lights on your tree? Okay. That's what I do too. I do the white lights and then I do the ornaments. What color are your ornaments since you have to color coordinate? They are red and green, but they're like a light green and a lighter red. Like a lime green? Yeah. Like a lime Christmas tree? Yeah. So it's like a lime green color and red. And then I have burlap ornaments and some like big silver bells that are really cool. And there's like white ones too. I just like, I always remember, I like the bulbs. Not to say there aren't cool other ornaments like those those lava lamp ones is what I'm gonna call them. I uh-huh. think those are cool looking. But I've always I've always really liked the circular bulb ones. I don't know why. Honestly, I take that back. I know why. In the cartoon version of the Grinch, she plays pool with them. I always thought that was cool. I've loved them ever since. I think it's really that simple. But like when Ashley and I were picking out our ornaments for the places we've been, I was like, I want the bulb ones because I like those the best. I don't know why. I think I just associate those with Christmas decorations. Yeah. Freddie uh, sent us a message for 14 years. Him and his family have been collecting ornaments from every place they go, including oh, cool. Seal Caves, Canada, and Australia. <gasps> That's, That's a collection really cool. right there. That's cool. How do you ornament? How do you, do you pick a new one out each year? Do you do a new theme each year? Do you get them from places you visit? That's the question. Because yesterday we determined that ornaments are what make the tree. So that's what we want to know. Uh-huh. Six minutes from now, we're going to give away a Christmas tree from Merrill's Family Holiday Sales to get yourself entered in. Just tell us, how do you acquire ornaments each year? Say AJ McCall on VFX. Let the record show, McCall, on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. There is a cat who steals ornaments, picture included. Watch out for said cat. Say AJ McCall on VFX. Do your dogs have problems with Christmas decorations? No. Not. N- huh. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yogi's afraid of the Christmas tree. Of course. Extremely afraid of the Christmas tree. We put the Christmas tree up one year, and it had been up for probably like a week and a half or something along those lines. Uh-huh. Yogi goes out into the living room one morning, just starts barking. It's like 2.30 in the morning, just barking, barking, barking. So Dustin gets up, grabs his gun because he's nervous that somebody's in our house or right, something. of course. Gets up there. Yogi's standing with his hair all up on his back, barking at the Christmas tree. It moved. He was so scared. Maybe it was about to faint and he was warning you. You know what? That's probably you what it was. Share that, McCall, you should share that picture in our comment thread. McCall shows it. I've seen it like four times already because it, it's it's a Christmas one, so it comes up all the time. And McCall's right. It's hilarious. But I've seen it like four times already. I'll see if I can find it and I'll post it in that comment thread. Michael, I'm waiting to hear his answer back. He says every year him and his family make new ornaments. They make about five of them. And I'm, I want to know like what they decide to make them. So how do you ornament was the question. How do you acquire them? Do you buy one a year? Does your family each pick one? Do you make them? We've had a couple people, including what myself, do. whose new tradition or tradition is to pick ones up from places we visit. So comment on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. But we did have to pick a winner, and the drawing winner is Amy Jennings. She's actually the one that texted us that they do the theme each year. She has said that a couple of the themes they do include 
they went to Florida one year, so they did an ocean tree. And then when her kids started school, they did a school cleanup tree. Oh, cool. Which is pretty cool. So congratulations, Amy. We'll text you back, get you taken care of so you can win your Christmas tree from Merrill Family's Holiday Sales. Not the end of the winning today. Debated dates coming up in just about seven minutes or so. And including that, we've got some more Star Wars tickets to give away. Yay! So don't go anywhere. It's AJ McCall on VFX. AJ and McCall's Debate at Eight show presents. Christmas normally comes with presents. I want to say Christmas is about presents. That's the lesson the, uh, that's the, that's but, the lesson the Grinch learned. But. Yes. So when it comes to gift giving, let, let's. How do you how do you decide this? So in your family, mm-hmm. when it comes to gift giving, do you come up with a list? Do you how do you decide? How do people let you know what they want? Normally, what happens with my Christmas presents for our family, we Dustin and I will sit down and we will compile a list of people we need to buy presents for this year. Right, people who have like been helpful because he's got a bunch of cousins and aunts and uncles and things. And, you know, a lot of them will come help us out with things, whether whether it be siding projects that he'll be doing or whatever it might be. They'll help him out. And so he'll we'll sit down and we'll say, okay, who helped us out this year? Who are we really need to, you know, do thank you present type stuff for? And we'll sit down and write it out. And then we just go from there. We figure out, okay, this is who we need to buy presents for this year. Right, but how do they, so when it comes to do you ever get lists from people, or is no. it just a case where you have an idea, even for your family, do they give you a list, like your brothers? No, my family doesn't give me a list at all. I think if my family were to give me a list, I wouldn't do anything with it. I would tell them, okay, tough tookus, get out there and go work yourself and buy it. Here's here's my predicament. In my family, we do do lists, and I don't. that's not my problem, because I'm okay with having a list that gives me an idea of some things to go off in the lease if I decide whether or not to use that list or not. Uh I've run into an issue in my family that I've been given a list which is supposed to be, to quote Pirates of the Caribbean, more like guidelines. Uh And we're running into a family issue because they, this year, one person in particular's list is not guidelines. It's a, this is what I want. want. You need to buy this for me. And it's getting worse because a second family member keeps asking me and my brother, so it's not my brother, to get it. Get this. And we've both said, no, we've got something else. And we keep getting pestered about it. So when it comes to your family, it could be friends too, do you do lists for your gift giving? And how do you decide what to get? Do you stick to the list? Do you venture away from it? Because I'll get into it in a, a little bit more detail here for the debate today, but I'm having an issue with... My, one of my family members lists for Christmas. That's the debate today. We'll have a chance to win Star Wars tickets this hour. We're going to tell you who your impersonation is coming up in about 10 minutes or so. McCall's 4 and one also on the way. So Sia is opening up a little bit about an article that was released yesterday by The Guardian that was captioned, The Sia Conundrum. If fame is so damaging, why are you passing it on to a 15-year-old girl? Because he is repre- she's mostly represented by a little girl named Maddie Ziegler, who is an incredibly talented dancer. She was popular before Sia picked her up. Anyway, Sia goes into it and dives and says, The article poses a question I often ask myself. I do check in with Maddie weekly about whether she wants this, and I assure her that if she ever wants to stop, it stops. The conversation should be have have with it's a conversation we should all be having and I would agree with her she just dives into it a lot and finishes off her tweet thread with when I learned from Maddie what I learned from Maddie is that fame affects her differently than how it has affected me I can only trust that she's telling me the truth and if that changes then we stop I think she handled it very well she did it's not the article seemingly was slanted in a way to throw her under the bus, but she turned it into what it actually should be in, in a positive conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. In a positive discussion. Not positive. Eminem has kind of ripped into literally everything. He's dropped a brand new song called Untouchable. He just dropped it maybe four hours ago, maybe three hours, probably about four hours ago that he dropped it. Anyway, it's like six and a half minutes long. He's very angry. I mean, Eminem usually is yeah. 
very angry. Yeah. That seems to be his inspiration behind a lot of his song writing is anger. Yeah. What are you doing, dude? Post Malone has confirmed Latin Rockstar Remix is happening. He's teaming up with Nicky Jam and Ozuna for this remix. I'm anxious to see what happens with it since it's been number one for the last like eight weeks. But he just posted it up on his Instagram, so I'm curious to see what happens with it. That's the 411 this hour. That's new music from Pink. Beautiful trauma on VFX 94.5.98.3. Got a bit of a... A Christmas feel to the end of it with those bells. Yeah, it does. I don't know if you've ever seen the music video for it, though. It's hilarious. She brings Channing Tatum in. It's it's so good. She's awesome. There's no denying it. She's no. awesome. So, I bet Pink doesn't have this issue in her family. Uh, before we even get back to the debate today, Star Wars. You can win tickets this hour. Not now. When you hear Yoda later this hour, he'll give the cue to call. When you hear him, you got to be calling number nine at 435-787-0945. Not and, now. Not, yeah, not now. The impression you got to do, not now, phone's ringing. The impression you got to do, and let's, let's be honest with call, the impression has been really good this week. Yeah, they have been. This is a, this is a bit of a curveball. You got to do R2-D2. Tough. Got to do R2-D2. <laughs> if you could do, like, I don't know if anyone has a real good one in their wheelhouse. Thus far all week, the impression has been great. If you can nail this, I'll be really impressed. But when you hear Yoda, give the cue to call, he'll be... Call now and when you will. Later, Later this hour. 435-787-0945. Call number nine. Give us an impression of R2-D2. And you will win tickets. Big thanks to Lynn's Audio and Video, who's helped us run out the theater. You will win tickets to go see Star Wars The Last Jedi at our exclusive premiere December 19th. That's a week from this upcoming Tuesday. I'm Big, so excited gonna for blast. it. It's going to be awesome. Big thanks again to Lynn's Audio and Video. Cue to call later this hour. Debated eight, McCall. Pink, I bet, doesn't have this problem. So, in my family, we do lists, which is fine, especially because now we're all in different places. My brother's in Atlanta. I'm here in Utah. I'm uh-huh. family back home. It it just makes it easier, especially if it's been spending a ton of time with them to come up with some things to give them. So, that part I don't have a problem with. I use the list as... Guidelines? If I, if, guidelines, but if I can't come up with anything, at least they gave me a list of stuff I know I can get them. Like my brother's sister-in-law, they just had their wedding, so I, I didn't have anything creative to get them for Christmas. I I, I didn't have the juice this Christmas, so they right. gave me a list and I stuck to it. Not a family member of mine has a gift that he wants that he, for some reason, says he can't buy himself if he doesn't get it, but whatever. He wants it. My brother and I have decided that we weren't going to give him that. We got him something else each. Mm-hmm. And it's to the point where, one, he keeps asking. Two, someone else, another relative, keeps asking my brother and I, well, did you buy it for him? No. We, we said we weren't. We got him something else. Right. My brother literally got a text two days ago, I think. Did you get it for him? What? No. No, we didn't. And look, I, I understand that the older you get, the more, I think, a little bit of the magic comes out of Christmas, especially the gift given. Because, you you know, I had a conversation with Dominic, who we'll work with later from iPod Idol about it. And he says, you know, once you become, especially you start working, you get to the point where you don't necessarily need anything because you start working. So if you want something, go get it yourself. Right. So Christmas, the gift part of Christmas kind of becomes less important the older you get. It's more about the family and stuff. Mm-hmm. This relative is almost twice my age and is, is doing this. What? Which is what the really frustrating thing is. Yeah. Um... I'm going to go back to the comment that I made earlier about it. Tough tookus. Go buy it yourself. <laughs> Second time ever McCall's made that comment, according to her. Yeah, I've never said that phrase before today. I, I'm with you. And it, it's just be like, again, the older you get, I get that gift giving doesn't become necessarily as special. There's not as much surprise in it. And I get that. I'm, again, I don't have a problem with the list. It's what we've done in my family. I got it. I give a list. Everyone gives a list. You narrow it down. But I, I feel like when you give a list, you're like, here's a handful of things. Anything off of this, I'm good with. Because you're not going to get a whole list, especially right. at our age. It's like one thing, right? You do one present each. That's that's what me and my family do. Really wants this one specific present. And it's getting really annoying. <laughs> so when it comes to, I guess, the element of surprise in your family, how does it work? Do you do lists? Do you stick to the list? Does there need to be a little bit of surprise? That's the debate at 8. 435-787-0945, the number to call. 
Now, call me a kid, but I think there should be at least a little bit of surprise in gift giving, especially Christmas gift giving. Yeah. It's AJ McCall on VFX. Even even with my family doing listening, my thought process is you do this. You give a list of like five or six things and you'll get one. So even still, you have an idea, but you don't know. So there's still a little bit of surprise to it at least. My issue is, and what the debate date is this morning, is that I have family member who gave a list, and that the same policy among my family. You get a list of a handful of things, you stick to it or not. I mean, McCall and I have talked about gift giving a little bit already this year, and my my best gift I've given, I think it was during the Q&A, was something that I found on my own. So if I find something I think can supersede the list, it's, it can be used as a guideline. Mm-hmm. However, I have a family member who's given a list and has gotten some of the gifts already because of the time sense of nature. My brother and I, the two big presents we got were tickets, so he's gotten them ahead of time because they're kind of time sensitive. He Uh wanted them. They were on his list, but now continues to ask and continues to have someone else ask, hey, did you get this other present? Well, boggling my mind. Well, it should be boggling your mind because I think if you've already got the present for him this year, that's the end of it. You know what I mean? I'm all about being surprising, be like, oh, hey, surprise, I got you an extra present. But as we've discussed, it's not a useful present. It's not one that would be used. It's not one that would ever, ever be used. Circle takes the square. So That's another factor in this. Several family members have discussed that really it's not. And I'm not saying, look, I I know, not not all of our Christmas presents we get are the most useful things. This is super unuseful and a duplicate. Yeah. It's just, it boggles my mind that I, I get that you could have something you really want, but to, to play it off as here's my list of things, and then I'm getting constantly bombarded with, hey, did you get this present? 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 No. Again, my brother got texted a handful of days ago, hey, did you get that present? We already got our Christmas shopping done. Everything yeah. that we've gotten for this family member, he knows. He's gotten them already, I think. Minus maybe one or two small things. I mean, I how, so how do you how does gift giving work? The element of surprise. How does it work for your Christmas? Do you do lists at all? Do you not? Maybe I mean, if you don't, I'm I'm with it. Do you just hey, I know this person, especially in family. Maybe you're just like I know this person likes. I'll figure it out. Hit or miss. I yeah, I'm at a loss. But hey, radio's nothing if it ain't truthful. I don't know what to tell you. Because if it were me, I feel like you've been very patient about the whole situation. Me? I would not be this patient with... I'm not this patient with anything. Let's be honest. (laughs) How do you handle this situation? How does surprise work in your gift giving? New music next. Brand new music. Camille Cabello. Because Utah's hottest music on VFX. Always. 94.5 and 98.3. AJ and McCall. We're due for a new album, McCall. Her first solo release. January 12th. It's going to be called Camilla... Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I don't expect that to be a lead track, but that's got to be one of the lead emotions. I'm assuming so. Because that's what this is about, right? She's struggling to find herself a little bit after being basically miserable in Fifth Harmony. Yeah. And then they continue to be kind of a burden in her life because they continue to stay attached to her despite the fact that we're over it, we're over it. Just kidding, we're going to throw someone up. jumps off the stage. Yep. Get out of your fifth harmony. AJ McCall on VFX. Surprise when it comes to gift giving. And, and if your family does like, hey, what do you want? This is what I want. That's what you want. Cool. We'll get it for each other. I have no problem with that. That's not the policy in my family, though. There, you, we try to do a little bit of surprise. And I've run into an issue with someone requesting the same present over and over again. And I know the simple solution is, well, AJ, why don't you buy it? I bought my I bought my family member a really nice present already. And basically what it's turned into is, well, I actually didn't get the thing I want, so hey, get that. Hey, get that. Hey, did you get that yet? Another family member asking over and over again, hey, did you buy this present yet? After both my brother and I have had a conversation saying, no, no we, we, got, we got other stuff off the list. We got the presents that we got. Yeah. I just, it's, it's a little frustrating. It's a little fresh. And I was just curious as to what, if, if anyone had run into a situation similar, if anyone does anything with lists when it comes to Christmas shopping and maybe can shed some insight because it's the first time I've ever run into this. Christmas for the longest time used to be not a big deal to this family member. All of a sudden, presents are a huge deal again.
That's weird. Right? Again, almost twice as old as me. Not that you can't expect something on Christmas if you're an adult or pet. I'm an adult. An adultier adult. An adultier adult. Just saying that, again, for me, I had a great conversation with Dom about this, our, our videographer. Once you start working, right, you, you can get what you want. You don't really depend on Christmas to get things like you do when you're a kid. Right. We have disposable incomes that we can kind of treat ourselves. We did a whole topic on buying presents for ourselves. Treat yourself. Treat yourself 2017. Ooh, I just got a really exciting text. Butter says we could decorate the studio. Yes! Do we have decorations? Uh, I don't know. No! Huh? I think we do. There's a box yes! out there that says VFX decorations. Keep shouting. Yep. Says yes. Sweet. Speaking of treating yourself, how about to a movie? I mean, I think it would be very fun to go to a movie. You heard Yoda. Call now and when you will. 435 is the area code. I was going to say 757, but I like to include the area code. 4357. Now I forgot it. 7095. You good? I have it. I have it like stuck in the back of my brain. I mess up once and I'm like. 435-787-0945. 435-787-0945. Call us. We need a... R2-D2. Thank you. <laughs> I came up with it, and then I forgot it. Most challenging one yet, I think, of impersonations. <laughs> Call number nine, R2-D2. Thanks to Lynn's audio and video, we'll get to go see the exclusive VFX premiere of Star Wars The Last Jedi. Out of all the impressions we've asked people to do this week for our Star Wars contest, it's AJ McCloud VFX. I think I've got, I've got Darth Vader... And Jar Jar Binks. R2-D2 I don't have. The Wookiee I don't have. And Yoda I definitely don't have. So, big applause to everyone that's played this week. Because all the impressions have been awesome. And McCall, it's time to get another winner to the VFX exclusive premiere of Star Wars The Last Jedi. I'm so excited. Utah's VFX. Who's this? This is Jana. Jana. How much of a Star Wars fan are you? I am not one at all. Oh, are you calling a win for somebody else? Oh, my boys. Okay. My boys will die. Well, <laughs> we don't want to let your boys down, especially around Christmas season, so good thing you're calling number nine. Woo! Woohoo! You will win those tickets to see Star Wars The Last Jedi if you can give us an R2-D2 impression. <laughs> I love it. That was so good. I, w- I couldn't do that. That was so good. Congratulations. Oh, you you can tell your we do for children. <laughs> well, you know, it is the holiday season. You gotta go you gotta go above and beyond maybe a little bit. Really, we do. We have to. Congratulations again to Jenna. That was great. Good luck to or congratulations to our boys, because I imagine McCall and I will be seeing them. Oh yeah. When uh, we're there again a week from this upcoming Tuesday, the nineteenth is when our premiere is. And the only way you can get in is to win, because thanks to Lynn's Audio, we have tickets, and we have a whole theater to ourselves. Seriously, it's the VF-exclusive showing of Star Wars The Last Jedi. Big thanks again to Lynn's Audio and Video for helping us put this together. And just to qualm all concerns, we do have more tickets to give away next week. Yeah. We're not going to leave you hanging. We have more chances to win next week, so keep practicing those Star Wars impressions. It's AJ McCall at VFX. So Taylor Swift was on James Corden, and turns out James Corden isn't quite squad ready as one of her backup dancers. Bless you. Ugh, the weather's getting to me. A little bit. Anyway. That's surprising. I feel like every time I see James Corden, he unveils, maybe not every time, but he has like a ton of skills he's, I wouldn't have guessed. He's a pretty good dancer, TBH, but just says he's not squad ready. That's okay. I think he could park and bark. He's a pretty good singer. Probably so. Will Ferrell broke into the Kardashians' house for a good cause. Okay, he didn't actually break into Please anyone's tell me house. Please prank them. Please but tell me prank them. But it's a new funnier Die video that he did. He spoke to the camera about Cancer for College, a charity and organization that raised money for cancer survivors to attend college. He's an executive board member and the celebrity That's spokesman awesome. of the organization, right? And promised to match all donations before December 31st of up to $250,000. That is, that's awesome. Isn't that cool? That's super awesome. That's so super cool. So what's the cool. breaking in part then? Like they staged him breaking into the Kardashians' house? I'm assuming they staged him because when Chris and Kendall walked into the frame, they just eyed him suspiciously. It was pretty clear he wasn't really supposed to be there. Yeah. yeah oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you could pick him out of a lineup if you were half asleep and all the lights were off in the world. Be like, ah, it's not a Kardashian. Oh, yeah. It's real easy to pick him out of that oh, lineup. Yeah. Sia is responding to some criticism because they're saying that she pushed 
fame on a teen dancer. Her name is Maddie Ziegler, and she is the one who represents Sia in all of her music videos. The Guardian posted an article on it saying the Sia conundrum is, if fame is so damaging, why are you passing it on to a 15-year-old girl? She says, the article poses a question that I often ask myself. I check in with Maddie weekly about whether she wants this or assure and assure her that if she ever wants it to stop, it just it stops. It's a conversation that should be had, and I agree with her 100%. She said, what I learned from Maddie is that fame affects her differently yeah. than how it affects me, and I can only trust that she's telling me the truth. If that changes, we stop. I'm glad that Sia made that point because that's the other point that that article seems to just kind of scrub over. We all handle things differently. Exactly. So just because Sia doesn't like it doesn't mean Maddie Maddie will. doesn't. Yeah. Well, Maddie was already famous before she picked her up. So. So anyway, that's, it's, it's a hot mess is what it is. But that's the 411 this hour. AJ and McCall at VFX. The time has almost, almost come, come, McCall. Almost. So the song again to recap is Charlie Puth's How Long. That is the song that McCall and I will be singing here in about seven minutes, we're going to do the drawing to find out how we're going to sing it, what the stylistic choice was. Right. Refresher, last week, the first iPod Idol, it was underwater. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. So in about seven minutes, we'll find out what our stylistic choice is. And in about 13 minutes, we'll sing. So we have roughly six minutes to get prepared for this, and then we just go. Oh, boy. And, of course, big thanks to Dom, our videographer. He will film it. That will, of course, be on the website for you to vote. We'll get into that after we sing because a punishment is attached to it. Oh, of course. The stylistic choice for iPod Idol. We draw in about seven minutes on VFX. To get ready, we watch some awkward Charlie Poot dancing. So we are now definitely in character. I can't believe how awkward that dude is. Seriously. Especially with a voice like that. Can you imagine Adam Levine doing something like that? Adam Levine would pull that off so well, though. Much better. AJ McCall on VFX. The time has come. Our new weekly challenge, iPod Idol. We pick a song this week, Charlie Poots How Long. We pick a random stylistic choice, which we're going to do now. There's a bunch of them in our box, which you'll see in the video. Are you Um, ready, McCall? Yeah. Here's our box video. I almost dumped all of the uh, stylistic choices. Would have been a creative way to find out which one we're singing this week. Again, last week we sang Havana Underwater. This week, Charlie Poots How Long, and we shall sing it as... What, McCall? Oh, boy. Here it is. <laughs> we got a dramatic movie reading. Dramatic movie reading. So not singing at all, more of a script reading. More of then. a script read. Okay, so yes. iPod Idol this week, Charlie Poots How Long as a dramatic script reading is what we're doing, is what you're telling me. Yes. Okay. Big shout out again to Dom, our videographer. He's filming it. Remember, you will vote this weekend on who did it best. Our dramatic reading of Charlie Poots How Long, six minutes from now. That's how long we have to practice. Are you ready, McCall? No. Well, you better get ready because Taylor Swift's next on VFX. <gasps> Ooh. Ready or not, here we go. AJ and McCall at VFX. It's iPod Idol. Less anxious than last time, but still yeah, very me much too. nervous. Meh. So, to recap, Charlie Poots How Long is the song of choice. The stylistic choice that McCall pulled out of our magic box is dramatic reading, which is interesting. And the clip we're singing is the chorus, and of course, such a Charlie Poots. Charlie Poots, you gotta sing some because you can't without Charlie Poots. So. so we have nine lines that we're gonna sing as a dramatic reading. So now is the time. And again, didn't mention this earlier, McCall's noise canceling headphones, which I think pose even more of a challenge this week just because we're doing a dramatic reading. But the song will be playing in our ears. That is what that is what we're doing. A punishment will be faced. A vote will be done. We'll get into that after we sing. McCall gets the song ready to play. We are going to rock, paper, scissors to see who has to go first. Maybe I'm wrong. I think there's an advantage in going second. I think it helped me last week. But, you know, maybe we have the same idea. So going first may be better. Who knows? I don't know. Are I don't know anything. For rock, paper, scissors. I am ready. So, we're just doing one. Best of one, rock, paper, scissors, on, shoot. Ready? Yes. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Ah! You gotta go first, I gotta go cool. first. All right, McCall's loading up the song. Gone are the normal headphones. Oh, boy. 
It, it's so much easier, I think, going second. At least I am. Now, my anxious level just jumped up like threefold. There's like a two-second buffer okay, on it. Okay, that'll give so me time. So you can kind of get prepped. Two-second buffer. Hand it over to you. Headphones go on. Headphones are almost on. I'm really excited about this. So we're going to do a dramatic reading of Charlie Puth's How Long, technically speaking. You ready? He's rolling up his sleeves. One and- quick question before we go this. do we have? Are we singing it in the same tempo as the song itself, or can we change the pace? It's a dramatic reading. It's a dramatic reading. You do, you boo. Okay, I wanted to clarify before we got into this. I don't want no disqualifications down the road. No. All right, here goes nothing. So I got a two-second two bump. Okay, here goes. Here goes. How long has this been going on? You've been creeping around on me while you're calling me baby. Oh boy. How long has this been going on? I've been acting so shady. I've been feeling it lately, baby. Oh. Oh. This has been a dramatic reading of Charlie Poop's How Long, brought to you by <laughs> I don't AJ. I not good about that at all. I don't think going first is an advantage, but you know, whatever. I know. Going I first is like going in going in blind. I pause it so you have to back it up a handful of seconds. So okay. while McCall gets that set up, I don't feel good about my performance, just so we're all on the same page. It is very distracting because I love that song. Charlie Poo's How Long is so catchy. I know. It's it's ridiculous because it is so catchy. Okay. You let me know when you're ready. I'm nervous about this one. Right? Why am I so nervous? The count is at this point one to zero. Last week was the first one. Are you ready? <sighs> yeah. McCall's dramatic reading of Charlie Puth, how long? How long has this been going on? I mean, you've been creeping around lately and you're calling me baby. Seriously, how long has this been going on? You're just you're acting so shady and I've been feeling it lately. <sighs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> For those of you who can't see yet, you'll see in the video, McCall stole one of Charlie Poo's own moves. My from his face video. is so red. Bravo. Like, I can feel it on my face. Bravo. Thank we you. had a lot of the same ideas. It'll be interesting. So, again, big shout out to our videographer, Dominic. Again, all filmed. So, what's going to happen? He's going to put the works in it, do some magic to make it look better than it sounded. That's going to go up on our website. We'll share a link on our Facebook page. You vote all weekend long. Who did it best? Monday, we announced the loser. Loser faces a punishment on Tuesday. I'm still shaking. That's how I was last week. I'm not, I'm not as bad this week. Going first, the only benefit to going first is you're done sooner. Yeah. But I think competitively, going second is the advantage. Yeah, I would agree. That was our dramatic reading of Charlie Puth's How Long. And just in case you weren't feeling it, wasn't your stylistic choice cup of tea? We got the original. How about the original Charlie Puth? How Long on VFX. That was AJ and McCall's iPod Idol. How you feeling, McCall? The nerves calmed down since I put idol? Just a little bit. Big thanks again to our videographer, Dom. AJ McCall's VFX Facebook roulette at the end of every day. We spin our Facebook feeds when we land on like, comment, and share. Best one makes it to the VFX Facebook page. McCall, I will spin. Are you ready? Yes. Spin, AJ. And scroll the mouse. Scroll the mouse. I am scrolling the mouse. Stop. I land on our good friend, Dustin Gardner. Oh. He shared Daily Mail's video. It is a girl. The Santa Claus doesn't know this little girl is deaf. He keeps asking her what does she want for Christmas. But when her mother tells him she can't speak, he uses sign language. Oh. Uh, and, yeah, that's so awesome. I I love these videos. They're, they're so adorable. I don't know how you don't like them. I I'm like glad that. I landed on that. You can probably win. Yes. Feeling good. Good, because I don't think I'm winning the iPod Idol. Are you ready? I'm ready. Spin. Spin, 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 spin. Stop. I landed on my friend Lauren's post. It says when someone mentions food. It's a cat. Meow. Grabbing onto stuff. Hugging onto the little leg of the table. <laughs> That's adorable. Meow. That's true. Who oh, love food? got some food. That's adorable. You can win. Yes. Victory! Hoorah! I win, so mine ends up on the VFX Facebook page. If you want to play, add AJ Knight, add McCall Taylor on Facebook. Stay near Facebook. Dom's editing the video right now for iPod Idol. That'll go up on our website. You'll need to vote and tell us who you think won. Mm -hmm. We'll find out Monday who lost.
Other than that, we got another chance for you to win Star Wars tickets next week. So yeah, practice back those on impressions. Monday morning. Big thanks again to Lynn's Audio and Video. We have the theater all to ourselves. The only way to get in is to win. So be working on your Star Wars impressions. Yeah. And then visit McCall this afternoon, 3 to 6 at Jarek's for their Pick a Pearl event. That's right. I'm going to be there broadcasting live and having just a really good time. It's really popular every single year. You come on down, 10 bucks gets you. Yeah, I mean, 10 bucks. Get you an oyster and then you open it and every single one has a pearl in it. So at least one. Some of them have more than one. pearl. That's awesome. It's cool. So join her three to six at Jerks. AJ McCall will drop the mic with our podcast later. So we still got plenty to do. So and uh, tell a little bit later for AJ McCall, basically. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.